Chapter 1 Faith Carr came dully awake. She was disoriented, lost somewhere in that space between sleep and consciousness. Slowly, she realized she was being gently shaken. We're here. A man's deep voice was quietly intruding her slumber-fogged mind. Suddenly, Faith was wide awake and alert, remembering that here was in the car with the stranger she now called husband, headed for his home in a state she had never been to. Through sleep-squinted eyes, Faith took in the large brick house, lit by the headlights of the stopped car. She looked questioningly at the man beside her, who had brought her back to the present, where she'd rather not be. "'We're here,' he repeated. "'We're home.' He stepped aside for her to get out of the car, holding the door open for her. Faith followed the tall stranger up the walk, dreading entering a house she knew nothing of with a man she'd only met a few days earlier. He entered the house first and flipped on a light switch just inside the door, lighting up the room before them. Plush tan carpet covered the floor from wall to wall. The gold-colored drapes flowing from one of the windows accentuated the carpet and the rich, dark brown leather sofa and love seat. A large, matching recliner with an oversized ottoman filled one corner. An antique table with a lamp stood beside the recliner. She knew without being told that this was where the man beside her spent a lot of time reading. An arrangement of fresh roses posed gracefully on the antique piano. Everything, including the off-white walls, was done with utmost perfection, and as Faith took in its beauty, admiration glowed on her face. When her glance came back to the man beside her, she realized he was watching her. "'It's beautiful,' she said. "'I'm glad you like it. Here's your room.' He led her across the living room to a door that opened into a large bedroom that looked inviting and cozy. The same tan carpet covered the floor, but the curtains in the matching bedspread were a soft country blue. The bedroom furniture was solid oak and looked brand new. Surely he hadn't gone out and bought furniture for her. One corner of the bedroom had been turned into a cozy reading nook, similar to the one in the living room. Under different circumstances, Faith would have loved this room. You have your own bathroom over there. He pointed to a door to her right. I'll go get your luggage. And he was gone, leaving Faith standing in the middle of the room. She looked around slowly and wondered what she was doing here. Sudden panic made her long to run from the house. She closed her eyes and clenched her fists. She would go through with this. Now that she had started, she must go through with it. Faith, are you okay? The man stood in the doorway, loaded with bundles of her luggage, looking anxiously at her. Yes, I'm fine, she assured him, as she tried to regain her composure. He placed her suitcases on the floor. I think you'll be able to find all the closet space you'll need, he said before going after the rest of her bags. When he'd finished unloading her belongings, he started to leave the room, then turned back. If you need anything during the night, even if it's just a talk... I'm down the hall on the left. Just call me. He smiled, trying to reassure her. Faith watched him softly close the door. She took the door lock and turned it ever so slowly, trying not to make any noise. She didn't know the man stood on the other side of the door, or that he smiled faintly when he heard the soft grating of the lock. 
feeling too insecure to take a shower, she crawled between the clean sheets on the big soft bed and curled into the fetal position. What had she done? Why had she allowed this man, this Edward Brenner, to persuade her to marry him? Just because she was pregnant with his brother's child didn't obligate Edward to give the child a name. Why had she allowed her life to get so totally out of her control? Why? Why? Why?